Welcome to Speak On It with Who You With, Kirk, though. Welcome to the show. Let's get this party started. I'm out. Hopefully, y'all had a great day today. I'm out. It wouldn't be allegedly because he was charged. Welcome to speak. I'm M. Welcome to speak. I'm M. Why those must be some good wings. I'm M. I'm M. I'm M. I'm M. I'm M. Who you with, Kirk Dog? Welcome to speak under with Kirk Dog. I'm M. Who you with, Kirk Dog? You know what time it is. It's Thursday night. But before we get started, want to welcome everyone on Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, Twitter. D Live is always in the house. Man, it's been a a crazy week but a wonderful week um we're gonna hit on a couple of stories tonight i have my girl waiting in the wings for me uh miss risky is waiting for me so we're gonna go through it real quick uh we're gonna talk about ukraine um then we're gonna talk about uh frank james the subway shooter alleged subway shooter in um new york city and also um uh we're gonna talk about greg abbott yeah yeah, that's the reason why we need to vote. Greg Abbott, remember that. Um, then we're also going to talk about uh, Grand Rapids Police Department that shot and killed another unarmed black man. Yeah, we're going to talk about that. If you haven't seen the video, you definitely need to check it out. Uh, very disturbing. Um, it's time for a change. And um, uh, TCAL, welcome to the show. Happy Thursday to you. Uh, thank you for always tuning in and supporting the show. Ladies and gentlemen, stand up. Give a round of applause for my homegirl, Miss Risky. <laughs> Yay! Hey, oh. so do a round of applause. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm just glad to be here. <laughs> Hey, how was your week? Go ahead. I I'm mean, sorry. I'm glad it's pre-Friday Eve. <laughs> so I'm excited for that. It's going to be an interesting day. Hey, T-Cal. Um, because I'm going to be bossless tomorrow. I was like, oh, yeah, I forgot oh. you take off every good Friday. Oh, turn up, so turn up, turn up. So that I can just write. Hey, there you go. You know... <laughs> And I forgot about this. Um, I have some information I have to share off there. I know we've been running today, but I'll share it with you later. Um, I supposed to been calling a person two days ago, and I apologize. I have actually been tied up. So um, it's been a crazy week, uh, appointments after appointment after appointments. I was tired. <laughs> Listen, who you telling it ain't no other way of putting it. I was tired. And then I have more appointments tomorrow. So I'm like, Lord have mercy. Well, hopefully this weekend I do absolutely I get to do absolutely nothing. Uh, I know Sunday I'm going to take uh, ride with my sister to uh, take the little one to back to Oklahoma. Oh, she that so she don't Okay. Well, tell her I said, "Hey. <laughs> thanks. Thanks for reaching out." Uh uh, what she Jordan. never do. <laughs> no, she she calls me on, on when she wants something. Yeah. So how is school going for? Very well. I mean, she just got a scholarship from the Dallas Police Association. Okay, congratulations. Uh, $1,500 that, uh, to Oklahoma. So that's less money, you know, that's something. 
So I was like, look at my little puttings. Well, that's good. Now, now I know we talked about this latter last year sometime about the trip she was trying to go on for the school, the intern or something. How, how did that? Yeah, go? I don't know anything about that because uh, again, I, I just found out after the fact. But yeah. um, I don't know if she actually applied or submitted for it or whatnot. But it was supposed to be like a a, a month long. Um, chemistry study or something in Italy, which would have been like a pretty good opportunity for. Her. Oh, most definitely. Um, yeah. So she would learn like chemistry and uh, culinary, culinary chemistry or something like that. So it's like cooking um, with, you know, so it's something like that, but I don't know. Yeah. Okay. And tell her how could Kurt uh, rooting for her. So you don't get it. Get all the experience while you can. Yeah. Yeah, because once you become grown, grown, you're gonna be like, shoot, I wish I wish I was still a teenager. No bills, no responsibilities. (laughs) Yeah, you get grown, grown, no bills come in, you be like, oh Lord, what's really going on? Yeah. They didn't tell me, they didn't teach me this part in school. Hey, that's part of life. But um So tonight, um, we have some disturbing news uh, that came out of Ukraine. Uh, You sent me this story the other day, and I kind of looked at it, um, several headlines about it, which is uh, pretty crazy. So uh, you want to let the people know? Yeah, um it looks like the Russians are acting a fool in uh, Ukraine. Um, the United Nations said on Monday that Ukrainian women and children are at a heightened risk of sexual violence, rape, and trafficking. Um, and the reports are uh, just continue to grow. Um, the one story I saw was, a, I think she was an 83-year-old woman that was violated um i'm just like what is going on down there like they're you know uh putin is trying to take over the you know that little that country and their soldiers are uh or his soldiers are literally raping and pillaging the area um so the un stated that these allegations must be independently investigated to ensure justice and accountability. Um, And that's what Executive Director Seema Bauhaus told the Security Council. Uh, She continued on to say the combination of mass displacement with the large presence of conscripts and mercenaries and the brutality displayed against the Ukrainian uh, civilians has uh, raised all red flags. They also noted that uh, young women and unaccompanied teenagers are at a particular risk. Um, And so right now they're just calling out the countries to increase their efforts to combating trafficking and commend all the host countries for their collaboration on prevention. Um, Let's see. Uh, So far, I guess, in other uh, countries in the surrounding area, uh, Moldova, um, they've received uh, more than 400,000 refugees um, and they continue to support 
um, border crossings and support victims. So yeah, it's um, uh, they stated, let's see, 4.5 million people have fled the Ukraine since Russia invaded on uh, February 24th. Uh, nearly 90% of them are women and children. Another 7.1 million people are internally displaced. Um, so, yeah, that's the craziness that's going on. Um, but, yeah, the UN's involved because now, I guess, there have been so many reports of these incidences uh, and these sexual assaults um, that they had to actually step in and, and investigate it. And and I believe the first story I seen of it was the one you sent me, mm-hmm. where the grandmother was being raped, had got raped. The grandmother. Mm-hmm. And at this point, I'm like, it's, it's sickening to even do anything like that and trying to take over this country because of your greed and um, into rape the women, the kids, the grandmothers, which is just sickening. Uh, so, yeah, because um, it's like, why? Like, what's the point? Exactly. Like, your leader is already cuckoo bird. And we knew that when we saw him riding shirtless on that horse. <laughs> but the fact that no one has stepped in or, you know, whispered in his ear, like, dude, stop. Exactly. You know, but he, he can't, he's at a point of no return. It's almost like, I think the only way this is going to stop is if somebody takes him down. Take him out. No. Um, and, and also, um, uh, I seen a, a picture where he was riding on the back of a bear one time. I don't know if that. Yeah. Was yeah I don't know if that was real or not, but it would not surprise me. Like exactly. if he could do the bear and he was just on it trying to make himself look more manly. I don't know. I don't know. Welcome to the show, Radio Chaos, and Mr. Curtis, Miss Risky. Uh, man, I sure appreciate that email the other day checking up on me. And he emailed me like, hey, Kurt, though. I'm like, I'm good. I'm good. So I appreciate that, Radio. Um, as you can see, I know we're talking about Ukraine, but anywhere in the nation um if you are a sexual assault victim please call the national sexual assault hotline 1-800-656-4673 where you can get help and also um if you know someone that is possibly being trafficking um it called the National Human Traffic Hotline at 1-888-373-7888. And um, let's try to make a difference. Uh, we can all do our part, but we got to say something. Can't be scared not to say nothing. I passed by this billboard today, and it actually said, Stop Human Trafficking of Males. So... Human trafficking can take place with anybody. Let's stop it all together and um, uh, bring folks to um, 
uh, to justice that are doing these type of things. So, and Putin, you need to go sit down somewhere. Like uh, have several seats. Yeah. And it won't be long. Won't be long. Um, right before we came on as I was getting my monitor set up, um, I was looking at, um, I guess, Russia is sending a lot of ships over there now. That lost mostly tanks. <laughs> so they sending ships now. And I and actually I heard one of these ships have been sunken. They have sunk one of these ships. So um Russia, just give up. Take Leave it alone. And nice. take that, take that take alone. Yeah, just take Dale and just stay where you're and, and leave other countries alone. Exactly. Yeah, take the L and move along. Um, but hopefully the perverts that that uh rape the women, the kids, the grandmother, hopefully they are brought to justice and justice is served for them. Um we was I was trying to debate which way I was gonna go next. But I'm gonna go and get over here to uh to uh, my backyard. Now I'm gonna be honest with you. Uh, here in Texas, we have a sorry governor. Um, he's using everything he can to try to get reelected again. Now, here's the key. I talk about getting registered to vote and get out and vote. But when you go to the grocery stores, go shopping for merchandise, and you see that the price have increased quite a bit, Blame Greg Abbott, and I'm explaining explain the reason why. Uh, right now, there's hundreds of trucks trucks down on the border, waiting to bring in product. So, what Greg Abbott decided to do, because of his racist ways, um, his his his, um, and I'm trying to keep it right, because of his. Um, desire to try to make a point to get reelected to please certain group of folks he's thinking that uh illegal immigrants are coming in trust yeah i know it's possibility but he's holding all the trucks coming from mexico at the border to inspect each and every one of them now here's the problem it's okay with the inspection and if you've never been down to the border let me explain the border to you uh, especially coming out of Laredo, when you go across that that uh, border crossing, they have X-ray machines that you drive the truck up under, and they can tell if there's people hiding in there. So the thing is, is this to me? It's a waste of time of what he's doing, and then on top of that, this is the reason why I say. When you go shopping and you have to pay a higher price because it's taking, I think they said from 30 to 48 hours for these trucks to clear the inspection station. 30 to 48 hours, two days. But guess what? If a driver have to sit on that load for two days, they have to be compensated for it. Now, once that price go up, well, guess what? That 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 merchant 
they want their price. They want they want their product. And because they want their product, they're going to have to pay that trucking company money, extra money to bring it over here. All that time they wasted over there because they losing money. And as high as fuel is today, they have to, if they don't have a generator, they have to run their trucks to stay cool or stay warm or eat away. So it's going to cost us. That price is going to be passed down to us when we go shopping. Who do we blame for it? We blame Greg Abbott because with Greg Abbott, he don't care about none of that. He don't care about none of it. He can afford those prices, but most of us cannot. And when they go to the stores um, to get eggs or whatever, and you see price on, on eggs, $5 a, a, a carton, guess what? Who fault is that? It goes back to Greg Abbott because they have the system to prevent people from coming in on the trucks. Trust me, I've been through the border quite a bit, uh, coming through Laredo. And they come up, ask you, are you American, all of this. And at the same time, they have somebody walking along your truck with mirrors, making sure nobody hiding up under there. And then you drive through this uh, thing that actually scanned the truck to see if anybody is hiding on the inside. So what's the purpose of holding all these trucks at the border? It's all a, a political game. He's trying to do anything and everything to get reelected. That's the reason why we need to vote him out, because he don't care about us. And then he made a statement last week. Uh, when the uh, migrants come over here, what we need to do is put them on a bus and send them to Washington. Well, last check, uh, a bus arrived yesterday. A bus arrived today in Washington from from Greg Abbott. Well, guess who paying for those for those bus trips? We having to pay for it with our taxes. They not getting a free ride over there for nothing. Okay, then the question is: once they get there. Where are you going to take them? Are you just going to let them ding the bell and get off at a stop? And to me, I was talking to my wife earlier. I said, baby, I don't know. This seems like it might be kind of illegal because he's taking them from the border where the border have a procedure and process, the way of processing these folks. And if they don't qualify, they send them back. But he want to take them thousands of miles away to Washington, D.C. But it's like even once he takes them there, then what? Exactly. What's the point? Like, what's the point? It, See, all the, these people came across the border. All right, we got to send them back now to be processed. So that's more manpower, more gas, and more taxpayer money. For it don't make sense. Time, just to say... Look, we got 10 people. Okay. 
uh, radio said they can room at Ted Cruz's house. Ted Cruz might put him on a plane, let him go back to go to Cancun with him. He'd be on the same flight. <laughs> he might charter a plane, send him to Cancun. Be like, hey, y'all want to go to Cancun? No, he's not going to waste his uh his money on it. It'll be our tax dollars, but I don't understand the logic of it. And if 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 this is a illegal thing that or legal thing that uh, Greg Abbott is doing, if you are an attorney and know if this is legal or not. Let us know. Let us know because to me, it's a waste of tax money. Every time during the election, um, uh, Dan Patrick filed out, not Dan Patrick, uh, what's that uh, one that we need? Ken Patson. Um, every time uh, we do this, Ken Patson filed a lawsuit saying the election stolen. Just kept doing it, kept doing it. That's coming out of our tax dollars. That's money that could be spent for better schools, paying teachers better. It could be used for a lot of things. But instead, they want to continue to, to throw away our money because it's not coming out their pocket. And that right there alone, I don't care who you support. If you support them or not, that should... Uh, should get you upset that they throwing away your money like that and not trying to help the people only and people at the same time now he's stopping these uh trucks and slowing them down and so like you said it's costing them money and so yeah, now that trickles down so now you know we're wasting our tax dollars on this shenanigans and now we got to pay higher prices at the store uh, for regular products, regular everyday products. Exactly. So the thing is with um, with them, it's time to make a change. Please do not feed into this BS that they've given us and, oh, the border. They never talked about the border until Trump started talking about it. The border this, the border that. No. The Republican been running Texas for over 20 years. They've had many opportunities of uh, securing that border. They chose not to because it wasn't on their agenda. They could have had this border wall up or some type of protection, but they chose not to. So the thing is, don't don't feed into what they're saying about the border crossing and all of this. What about the trucks? And and ch check this out. Now, I don't know what they hauling on those trucks, but if it's produce, you only have a certain amount of time to get that food off there. And whatever it costing the company to have these the loads uh, shipped to them, it's going to hit us in the pocket. When you got to go to the grocery store and pay $5 for a loaf of bread. And 7 to $8 for just uh, uh, some grapes. Oh, they high. They high. I've been, I've been trying to do um, uh, juicing, and I got some black grapes because they're supposed to be real good for you. Man, those grapes are high. They good, but they high. Um, but the thing is, 
we have the opportunity of making a change here in Texas and getting them out of office. Um, uh, Radio Chaos said Ken Patson let um, that Cal Caruth off this month, no charges for shooting his girlfriend, ex-husband. If you're not familiar with the story, and thank you, Radio, for the update, uh, Radio told me this about a couple of months ago that Cal Caruth, well, his uh, uh, girlfriend, I think he was appointed by Greg Abbott. She was appointed by Greg Abbott. They never should have been involved with that case. They never should have been involved with it for the simple fact the connection between the ex-wife and Greg Abbott. They never should have got involved. So, yeah, that's a conflict of interest. And I don't know how Ken Patson um, is going to get somebody else off and he still need to stay in trial for two uh, alleged charges for him. You go to court for first and, and let justice be done with your case. So, and stop spending our money for unnecessary stuff. But that's what um, the government does. They find a way to cover their butts and leave us hanging. Exactly. And, and us with the bill. And let me, I seen this story uh, earlier this week or last week, or over the weekend or something. If if you are in Georgia, if you are in Georgia, just like y'all showed up to get Trump out of office, to uh, change uh, uh, Georgia's status, y'all need to do the same in this next election. Because from my understanding, um, Herschel Walker, who was a big Trump supporter, he actually is leading in Georgia for that position. Now, Herschel, and this this the BS they be talking about. Herschel Walker said he have a cure for COVID. He have a cure for COVID. So I I never heard Hersha have an MD behind his name. <laughs> I know he hasn't seen a lot of MDs. <laughs> and not only that, I know that Trump yeah, we said- we to clarify what he means by that. Well, let me help you out. Like, let did somebody just give it to him and say, hey, here you go? Well, let me, help, let, me, let, me, let me finish my point. Now, you know, Trump said he had a cure for COVID, too. His cure was um, was drinking Clorox bleach. That's what Trump's cure was. Now, well, no, he suggested that or he, you know, he posed that question, but it was that other stuff. Was that like that horse something? Yeah, the horse. Uh, I don't remember what it's called. But pills or something it was. It was but, something. But either way. Do not listen to a clown. Now, since we want to talk about Herschel Walker, I think several years back, and this story just recently came came up again, um, 
he actually um talked what the boy when you're trying to be great uh it might start messing up uh, um um this happened several years ago i believe his ex-wife had to get a um a restraining order against him now i just pulled them up and the headlines say uh the Hers well one of them say the Herschel walker senate campaign is an insult to black people another one um uh Herschel walker claimed to own company that don't exist well, he was hit upside the head a few times, I'm telling you. Yeah, uh, he was. So but I'll, I'll, I'll give that to him. <laughs> oh, so he, he's talking about in the future? Oh, okay. Well, we're going we're gonna to leave Hersha alone. Hersha is past your bedtime, so let's go ahead and... Uh... Yeah, listen to your nurse. I'm sure she's telling <laughs> you to go to bed. Hey, she coming in. She coming in with the with your Capri Sun and your your with the little cup <laughs> with uh, your crustless uh peanut butter sandwich and uh <laughs> and your pills. <laughs> Hershey, leave it alone, man. But Georgia, y'all need to stand up. Y'all need to stand up. Don't let this man win. You think you got a a fool and um what's that woman's name? Uh uh radio, what's your um I'm not gonna say that. Uh, what's that? Uh, green. Um, I forgot that name. Marjorie. Marjorie. Yeah, that's uh, uh They probably make a good couple. I don't know. <laughs> All right, let's go to the next one because I'm mental health is serious, um, and unfortunately, uh, sometimes people get a platform and they display their mental health, and if. Um, <clears throat> If you are in need of counseling, uh, definitely um, uh, you could go to uh, psychology today. I believe you can actually um, uh, get information for um, whatever area you're in. So definitely uh, get some help. If you're in a DFW and need a counselor, holler at me. We have counselors on the shows in the past. They would love to hear from you. So. Uh, and a lot of times you could get counseling for free. I'm going to just go and put it out there. If you work, go to your HR, ask about the EAP program, employee assistant program. You could get it free. Now, most insurance company, health insurance company, that's part of your insurance now, counseling. So definitely um, uh, take advantage of it. It's there, but you have to at least make that first call get help i take counseling been doing it since 27th yeah 2018 i'm sorry 2018 and uh i love it because if i didn't boy y'all think uh y'all stuck up and snuck up in the uh wrong house because i would be cussing but that's on another story um but georgia y'all need to step up texas we need to step up I vote every election. I can't do it by myself. I need for y'all to do it too. So step up. I believe early election. 
Um, can you pull that up? I kind of think it's May 7th, but here in Texas, but let me make sure. Um, uh, I wasn't prepared for that, that part. Um, I want to say it's May 7th, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, I do see that date, but I don't know what that's for. I know early election starts soon. Um, okay. Well, let me see. Why is this saying 2021? I'll get it for you, but um, it should be coming up real soon. I want to say, for some reason, May 7th sticking out. But check your your local. Um, uh, okay, yeah. Um, 2022. Okay, let me look at it. I don't know why I was just saying that. Okay, here it is. I think it is. I don't know. Um, now, May 7th is a Saturday. I'll figure it out and I'll let you know. Early. I just see the regular election information. Um, yeah, we're going to have to come back to that. Yeah, we'll let you know before the end of the show. Uh, but it's coming up. Uh, coming up real soon. So definitely get prepared for it and get out and vote. Um, so earlier this week on Tuesday, um, about 8.30 Central Time, uh, I'm looking at the news and I start seeing breaking news. My phone started going off breaking news. And unfortunately, it was a uh, subway shooting in Brooklyn, New York. And um, uh, and when it came out, I was like, man, this is not good. Rush hour traffic, someone shooting in Brooklyn. And... Um, then the numbers started coming in. I think it was 13 people shot. Uh, I forgot how many passed away, but um, so yeah, they, he also set off smoke grenades. Got, um, it seemed I, like it was a distraction. And I know when it came out, they thought that those smoke grenades were supposed to actually explode, um, but uh, they may have just been uh, just a distraction or a diversion. And to what he was trying to do, because in actuality, he could have shot more people and injured and killed more people because um, uh, his gun gun jammed and he had many other cartridges. So he could have reloaded. Um, but uh, they uh, the story came out um, that he actually called an attempt on himself. Um, his name is uh, Frank James, um, and uh, they stated uh, um, that he was at a McDonald's on 6th Street and 1st Avenue in the East Village, and uh, the way they uh, presented it stated that he called in a tip, and he was like, yeah, I, you know, I was the, the shooter, and I may be at the McDonald's and I may be wearing this. So if you want to come and get me like that type of thing. <laughs> so it's like, I don't, I think 
he was suffering from some sort of episode, some kind of mental distress, and now it's his way of getting help. Um, because, like I said, he could have taken out way more people um, than he did. And the fact that he actually called in on himself, <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, so this is just a weird, unfortunate situation. Um, um, but uh, the police officers eventually took him into the ninth precinct station house. Um, they held a press conference. Um, and so we'll just go from there. Uh, it says that Frank James is 62 years old and has nine prior arrests in New York City and three arrests in New Jersey dating back decades. Mm. Um, he doesn't have any felony convictions on his record. Uh, so I guess the, he wasn't someone um, that was like high risk or, you know, would be uh, looked at as possible uh, terrorism acts. Mm. Well, um, it, I seen where he actually rented a U-Haul out of uh, Philly, I believe, uh, West Philadelphia, uh, rented a U-Haul. And uh, just his timeline, mm -hmm. he paid for a rental in, in, um, in, Philly, in Philly for 15 days. So um, uh, he put out a post on social media was saying that he was um, uh, fed up. He was uh, on the edge or something. Uh, so basically he was about to lose him. And I'm looking now at um they showing like pictures of him on a street camera uh the way he was dressed with the suitcase like he was just going to work and um nobody think they basically thinking it's just a normal thing so um um it's a very sad situation because when you have someone dealing with mental illness um a lot of time, if they don't ask for help, and if people don't recognize it, this is the end results of it. And uh, unfortunately, um, I think it was like five, uh, either three to five people that lost their life, and thirteen people were shot. So, um, um, and and the warrants that was on that train that morning the mental illness that's gonna stick in their mind which is yeah, not probably good. have uh, developed ptsd ptsd um because especially after you know all the trauma with like they haven't they there's probably now just coming to terms with the 9-11 like that took a toll on everyone and so now this you know this situation happened and in a, a very public location where thousands of people utilize those subway systems to get to work, home, or whatever. Um, so it's gonna, I don't know, it's gonna disrupt some lives, you know. Um, and it makes you wonder if this, you know, if Morrison is like this is gonna occur. Yeah, because. When I first heard it, that's the first thing I thought about was uh, 9-11. And I started to remember 
when 9-11 happened where I was. I was actually at work and heard it on, on the radio of um, um, plane hitting the, the um, tower. And at first, I'm like, okay, a plane hit the tower, okay. But then when that second plane hit, I'm like, that's not good. Yeah, I was in bed because um, I was in school. Uh, and I was getting ready to go to work. So I turned on to Regis and uh, Kathy Lee, like normal. That was my routine. Watched the, you know, the intro, get up, get coffee, get ready to go to work. Um, and then all of a sudden I see, you know, they broke through and um, with the special announcements or the special news bulletin. And you saw that a plane had crashed in the first tower, in the, one of the towers and I saw the actual live, you know, viewing when the second one crashed in. So, yeah, I was in bed uh, watching that whole situation happen and then having to go to work and like, oh, my gosh, what is going on? We're under, a, a, you know, attack. And I remember that's what uh, Sam Putney said on K104. He was like, we're under attack. I think that day he stayed on on the radio for hours past their time uh, talking about it. And I was like, man, uh, but to live in our lifetime, we've never been through anything like that. Yeah. And to, to have to live through it, it was a, um, listeners like you in a dream and you're going to wake up, everything going to be okay. Yeah. In a sense, a real awakening. Yeah. In a sense, we kind of experienced it with, um, the Oklahoma, shooting um uh, uh, uh but it was nothing like 9 11. Uh-uh. so that was a, a very scary thing and knowing where i work at at the time we used to see planes fly by all the time but then when you don't see no planes i think it went on for a couple of days or a week or so before they it, was, it was longer than that because they grounded a lot, like nobody was going anywhere until they had a handle on this. Yeah, so it was it was pretty uh, rough uh, during that time. It's scary. Um, Radio did make a comment. He said, "I thought it was hard to get a gun in New York State." I'm not sure about the gun laws, but so many different states are relaxing their gun laws. Um, and when you talk about gun laws, that's kind of like the ghost guns that uh, President Biden is saying, hey, uh, they need to have serial numbers on them now. And- but see, he got his guns in Ohio. Um, so he didn't purchase them in New York. So he already had them. And he probably got them because if he'd been arrested nine times, I don't know if any of them was a felon. He, well, no, he got them before. Oh, um, he said they were legal. He obtained them legally in 2011. Oh, okay. So he had them, had somebody holding them for him. But Luckily, that's how they all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So um, I'm like this. Hey, I say it all the time. You do the crime, you do the time. If in this but point, also he wasn't a felon. You know, so I guess because he didn't have any felonies, he could have guns. So I don't think it was illegal for him to have a gun. Yeah, but 
I know they did um, uh, deny his bail. And, and this is a point I want to make up. Okay. And maybe it's just me. Maybe I, I'm i not, uh, not an attorney, not in law enforcement, nothing like that. But they denied his bail, holding him on um, terrorist uh, charges. Um, and when I read that story, I said, hmm. I understand the fact of charging him terrorists, but last year when they attacked the state capitol, they getting a flap on the wrist. And they actually came with weapons and came with weapons to kidnap people and time I kill but, the vice no, president. But we all know what this, the deal with is with that. So you know. My I thing, mean, basically the paper, the brown paper bag rule. If you're darker than a brown paper bag, then you're a terrorist. <laughs> well, the, my my whole thing is is the fact that they both was terrorist acts, and they both should be held accountable accordingly. I don't care what color you are. You do something like that, you are a terrorist. Yeah. I don't care what party you are affiliated with. You do something like that, you are a terrorist mm -hmm. trying to overthrow our governor, our government. You are a terrorist, and you need to be domestic or international. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter, and you should be charged uh, the right way as a terrorist. Now, as for uh, James, hey, he did it. He's a terrorist. Because he terrorized everybody up on that train, the families that haven't having to deal with the aftermath. And what about the people that don't have a choice but to ride the subway and the stress they're going to have, the anxiety they will have getting on the subway trying to go to work? That's all those folks was doing that, that morning, trying to go to work, school, or wherever. And then you have a fool come on there and shoot it up. But guess what? He's a terrorist. And they need to be held accountable. So, um, and that's all to it. That's all I got to say about that. You want to add something else to that? No, that's about it. I mean, just we need to start labeling people accordingly. Exactly. Black, white, you know, uh, some other races of people. It doesn't matter. You terrorize a group of people, whether it's a, it's a school if his name is Timmy or Kyle, yeah, they're terrorists. Yeah, and not only label them correctly, but hold them accountable Yes, correctly. You can do the assessments because all of them are crazy for doing it in some capacity, but they understood what they were doing. They, they had were organized enough to do the deed and plan it out. It was premeditated. It was premeditated, hold them accordingly. Because they listened to that voice in their head and they could ask for help. Hey, this voice telling me to do this, do that. Or they listened to, sure to over time plan. there were some warnings. But again, our healthcare system sucks. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and you know, you know, we barely do things for physical health. Mental is just like way on the back burner. Exactly. Mental health, it should be required everybody take some type of 
counseling. Sometime. I don't care. Take some type of counseling. Um, if you're just not tuning in, you are listening to Speak on a Kurt Dog. I'm am Kurt Dog, and my wonderful little sister, Miss Resky, is in the house. Um, it's Thursday night, so we definitely um, just trying to get all our trash out in there on Thursday night. Everything that's going through our mind, we're trying to get it out. Uh, I'm I'm tired of hearing about about the rappers getting shot. I just had a alert come on. I don't know who it is. Archie Eversole fatally shot by his brother. His brother? Yeah. And that's what it said. See, that's why we need more insurance to do mental health. Mental health is important. And physical health too, because I'm, I'm lost a dog on mine, and the pandemic didn't help at all. Sure we had crazy people cooped up in the house, isolated with their crazy thoughts, going crazy, and nowhere to you know, they, they had nowhere to go, no one to talk to during these times. Totally isolated, and now we just let them loose. It's like release the krakens, <laughs> you know, all these cookie birds walking the streets. And doing random crazy things. Well, they used to talking to themselves because I tell you all the time, I I have meetings with myself. Uh, I have to sit down and be like, hey, yeah, 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 and answer myself. But at the same time, I'm not going to go out here and do nothing crazy like that. So, um, but some people don't know how to how to handle certain things. Yeah, um, stressors. Uh... Because, uh, I mean, we're dealing with stresses that we were not accustomed to. You know, we've never been through this before. You know, we can, you know, laugh off physical abuse or, you know, you know somebody talking about you and the mental. Um, but all of these things together and then you're isolated. It, it takes a toll, you know, Um so yeah, it, it's just crazy. Me, I rather just write creative stories. Exactly, and, and, and then I'll get counseling later. Exactly. I actually seen this uh, story. Um, Radio Chaos. He said a kid in Florida died when him and his friend decided to shoot each other while they both were wearing body armor. I yes, that story that that did happen. See, I could trust what Radio put in here. Because yeah, I he, saw that story. He been rolling with me for almost two years, and I remember when he first came on, he kept asking me, "Where you see that story? Where you see that story?" And then he come up, be like, "Okay, I see it right here," and we have a discussion about it. So I, I appreciate my brother from another mother out of Canada. Um, so uh, I definitely appreciate that. But I did read that story. It was crazy. Matter of fact, I think it was two friends charged for that murder. Even though they was willing to do it, uh, shoot each other. Guns yeah. is not a game. It's not like they, what, what were they doing? They were testing bulletproof vests on each other or something? Yeah. I, it was something stupid. And, I, mean, I think that's what it was. And the thing is, if if you don't have that vest on properly, and I know back in the old days, because when I did security, I wore one. You had to have that metal plate in there. 
if you didn't have that metal plate, you just wearing a, a, a jacket. That's all you have on. But once again, yeah, they weren't wearing body armor. They just had the vest. And they on, were in Florida, think. so so Florida teenager has died after he and a group of other teens took turns shooting each other with firearm while wearing body armor. Mm. Um, yeah. So the two they arrested. Um, there yeah. we go. Yeah. So, yeah. There's a little goober. Guns is not a game. It's not a game. And some people take it as if it is a game. Kind of like the shooting that happened in Deep Ellum last last week. And when I seen that video, okay, of course they showed the guy in the red first. They showed <laughs> him first. Okay, let me put it like this. He looked like me, but uh, they showed him first. Had a still shot. But as I watched the video more and more, it's two guys running down the street next to a black SUV. They running down the street, shooting up in the air. Shooting up in the air. What sense do that make? That don't make sense at all because people don't realize when these bullets go up. They come down with velocity. Exactly. That's why they tell you not to shoot guns, uh, 4th of July and New Year's and all of that. But people still do it. No yeah. bullet's yeah. going to have to come down somewhere. And it never fails. Somebody gets accidentally Innocent. shot in the head in their own homes, minding their own business. Innocent because people. no one realizes when you shoot them things, what goes up must, must come, come down. down. But they don't care. Must come down. They don't care at all. Um, and and that that's just I don't know. That's that's crazy how this how this been playing out and how a lot of things have played out in the world. Well, we actually have um uh Miss Risky, you sent me a video, I think it was yesterday. Uh See, I, I tell you, I cannot read radio uh, comments. You never see people shoot crossbows in there. It's the reason why. It had to get that big toe. It's <laughs> the reason why. I like them lawn darts. That's why they're out of uh, business. Like, we can't have lawn darts anymore because we hey. can't do, do right. It's the reason why. Them to children, that was another problem. Exactly. <laughs> So, Miss Risky, you sent me this story, I believe it was yesterday, of this shooting that happened at a police station in, in Milwaukee. Yes. yes. Um, the, I guess the police department released the video footage um, of when a distressed man opened fire in the lobby of the police department, District 5 station. Uh, this took place earlier in the year. Um, the suspect is, was uh, 23-year-old Darian Parker Bell. He reportedly spoke with officers briefly before pulling out a gun and began to fire shots at officers and other staff with uh, uh, members of the community nearby. Uh, they stated no one was injured in the initial shooting. Um, Bell fled on foot. 
uh, with officers chasing behind him. Um, and they got him within like two blocks um, and uh, finally got him. Um, they opened, they, they asked him repeatedly to put down his weapon and surrender. But when he refused, they, um, he pointed a gun towards them and they opened fire, striking him multiple times and injuring him. Um, so yeah, he is, apparently he was upset, um, with, um, I guess his, um, one of his friends was, um, uh, died in police custody. Um, so he was, it was kind of like just out of frustration. Um, let's see in the friend, uh, Keyshawn D Thomas. Um, yeah. So, uh, in February 23rd, um, Keyshawn Thomas, um, was pulled over, um, for, I guess, a traffic violation. Um, I'm not sure why they took him in. He, he did something. Because <laughs> I was trying to read the story and piece it together because the sources I found were kind of sketchy um, and weren't written very well. Well, I, the, one I, the one I read said that uh, when he was pulled over for uh, not having a turn sitting or something. Yeah, it was something minor. Um, but and then they found drugs on him or something. Yeah. And... So eventually, like he was in holding for 16 hours, and which time um, they discovered, well, before that, they discovered he had ingested some drugs. Um, they're saying maybe a, a, a rock, a ecstasy pill, um, but he did, he wasn't sure how many he took. Um, the booking officer suggested Thomas go to the hospital, but he um, refused to go. Um, and like I said, they held him in a cell for roughly 16 hours. And when they eventually returned, they found him unresponsive. Um, they show, they actually released a video and showed the officer unlocking Thomas's cell at around 5.53 p.m. Uh, and discovered him not breathing. Um, no footage uh, inside the cell was shown. Uh, and they stated when the footage resumes, the officer is seen running out of Thomas and several uh, officers rushed to the cell. Um, they um, stated that the police performed CPR on him, um, uh, which they stated, of course, is not shown because it was in the cell. Uh, Thomas was pronounced dead after staff attempted to say uh, life-saving measures. Um, they're still doing a toxicology a toxicology report, uh, uh, exam, um, and 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 I guess once we um, right now the cause of death is still unknown. So yeah. Well, the thing is, and Miss Risk and I, we both kind of went back and forth on this and a um, um, couple of things. Uh, and and let me say something, because before he got out the, I think when they got him out the car and they was getting ready to search the back seat, they said he dove back in there. And 
they said he's trying to eat one of them, trying to eat it, which is the drugs. That's the story I read. Um, but he told him that he did have a lot of dope on him, had uh, ecstasies and, and uh, crack cocaine. They don't know how much he ate. Right. But the thing is, when you know someone have admitted to eating drugs in your custody, you it's not an option if they should go to the hospital or not. It need to be, okay, you need to go get checked out because if you die on us, I don't want it on me. And they should have tucked him to the hospital. Especially that, that combination. That's of a drugs, hell of a and He wasn't sure how much he took. But at least they should... At, you know, in the least, they should have at least checked on him more frequently than 16 hours. Yeah. Like, maybe every hour, just poke in and see, make sure he's not foaming at the mouth, you know, vomiting or, you know, passed out. Um, just do something. I mean, if you're in the drunk tank, I mean, I'm pretty sure they check on you. Just make sure you're not, you know, uh, you don't have alcohol poisoning, you know, <laughs> so... It, it just boggles my mind, but um, the investigation is still ongoing by Waukesha Police Department, and they stated that the officers involved in the incident were placed on full suspension. Okay. You definitely have to do your job. And if if I was in that situation, I'd been like, no, we're not going to play around with this. We need to call, get them some help. Maybe they could reverse the drug. Or at least have somebody check in, like a, a nurse or something. Take them to Don't the They have these the people and they check in, like they, you know, just do a little assessment. Well, that's um, what they do in movies and shows. Well, actually, and it don't, it don't show up right away because I know I've been in a situation years ago where, um, um someone who I knew tried to try to OD on pills and I did the right thing, called the paramedics. They came, checked them out. Vitals was good. They said there's no record of it or anything like that. And the person denied taking them, even though it was empty. Bottle there. But uh, the next day. And the same person up having called the paramedics back because the pills had unkipped in and it almost killed them. So um, so that's that's a scary sight to find someone that you care about in that type of predicament and that in that situation. But at the same time, um, we have to take it serious. This is part of mental health where someone even consider it taking a life, they need to get some help, some professional help, and um, and go from there. Um, so I, I I've been looking while you was talking. I look like Texas runoff election is going to be May twenty fourth. Uh, I've seen a couple of things on here. So at one point I seen May seventh, but. But look like um, uh, the headlines say your May 24th primary runoff sample ballot 
Um, and I seen something else. Look like we may have a couple elections getting ready to come up, but we definitely need to uh, uh, check with your local state and find out uh, when are, when is your election and uh, get out and vote. Georgia and Texas, I don't care. Y'all need to show up. Need to show up. Um, so that's what we did. That's what we're talking about as for um, uh, that police station shooting and the reason why it, it basically took place uh, because of someone else losing a, uh, their uh, life. And um, I'm, I'm, I don't know about y'all, but I'm sick and tired of having to do stories of another unarmed black man being killed. I don't know if y'all seen the video. I watched the video. It was sent to me several times. I watched it. And then right before we came on, uh, the police department had released the body camera from this incident. And um, um, they released the body camera. And I ended up watching like 20-something minute video um, from the police cam, uh, the body camera. And also, they put the civilian piece of the incident in there also. Um, but to see this cop, uh, we're talking about Grand Rapids, uh, Michigan. Um, and this happened on April the 4th of this year. Um, and, uh, the, and the victim's name was, uh, or, uh, Patrick, Patrick Leoya. Leoya? Yeah. Or Leoya. I don't know. Something uh, like that. Yeah, he uh, was pulled over for just a basic, they say, uh, traffic stop, which warranted just being ticketed. So how it got from that to, oh, it was a license plate issue. Um, and they say- The license plate did not match the car. Ticketable offense in Michigan. Well, I, looking at the body cam, uh, now the guy- he wasn't, um, I don't know what, what background he's from, either Nigerian, whatever, but he get out the car when he get pulled over, he's like, what's the problem? And the cop told him, hey, that license plate don't match this car. Do you have your license on you? He was like, yeah. Um, and then it comes down to where, um, where he was, he said something to someone in the car and said, hey, uh, can you hand me my wallet? And at one point, the cop asked if he understood English. So that was a language barrier also. And then um, next thing you know, uh, the guy, I guess the police tried to grab him or whatever. And the guy took off. He took off. But uh, the cop, try to tase him. He did grab the cop taser, but he never swung at the cop. He never done anything to the cop that warrant him to be shot in the back of the head. It just don't make sense. When he was shot in the back of the head, 
He was on the ground. The cop was on top of him. The cop had already called for backup. But then he get there and he wasn't a threat to the cop. He wasn't on his back swinging at him or anything like that. He had hold of the taser to keep from getting tased, but that was it. He was not fighting that guy. Uh, some people are going to try to flip it around because we know how it is when when it's somebody who looked like me and they're going to find everything wrong with him. But it did not give this cop the right to murder this young man. And that's but all you're it was. skipping the, the, the important part is oh, he, I'm sorry, when I'm he on. took him down, he was actually on the get on the um he was on his back it was on the ground face down face down and the officer was trying to cuff him or subdue him and then he pulled out his gun and shot him in the back in the back of the head and then when he realized he was being videotaped he told the person stay back stay back Nobody was running up there, even the passenger in the car. He stood at the car the whole time. He wasn't trying to get away. He wasn't trying to do nothing. He stood there. But so, this, yeah, they got all the cameras. They got doorbell cameras, witness cell phone videos, the dash cam from the squad car, and the body cam. So, um, yeah, it, it's just craziness. It it's definitely is. Like, if you oh. see it, it's just like, all right, so initially you pulled your taser. He, you know, deflected. And your gun was your next best option. You have so many things on that belt. And he's face down on the ground. And he's not swinging at him. Well, because he's face down on the ground. <laughs> and, and not only that, while they face down, uh, the guy is, uh, Patrick is holding the taser. The cop arm is on the taser. And he's like, let go of the taser, let go of the taser. And, but either way, it's not justified. This cop need to be held accountable because it's nothing that Patrick did that would uh, justify him being shot in the back of the head. It's nothing that he did because he was face down. Face down. On the ground. And trying they said to he did not hurt. attempt to render any aid to Laoya. Um, but I guess, you know, shot to the head. Oh, as soon as he brain. shot him, he just went limp. Yeah. And and not only him, but once the other officers got there, I think after they got there, now of course they undiced up this video, but it seemed like it was at least five to six minutes before they decided, oh, we're going to go surrender aid. For what? This man shot him in the back of the head. He was trying to kill him. He was trying to kill him. And that's, it's no other way of putting it. Uh, welcome to the show, Miss Karen. Thank you for always tuning in. You becoming a regular. Yeah. <laughs> But thank you for tuning in. The thing is, we have to hold these folks accountable. Just because that man have a badge on does not mean that he is right. 
It doesn't mean that at all. And this video is 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 crazy. I watched the twenty something minute video. I seen the no piece that that was circulating online, but the twenty minute video. I'm like, really? This dude did not swing at that cop. Only thing he done was trying to keep from getting injured itself. And again, it was a traffic stop. A traffic you stop. You didn't have to get out the car. Why are you pulling people out of cars? Like it's almost like well, they're looking for. Well, the thing is, Patrick. As soon as he got pulled over, he got out the car. Okay. He got out. So, yeah, because he was questioning why he was being stopped. Yeah, he was questioning why but he was being stopped. You explain it. Give him a ticket. Keep it moving. Keep it moving. Keep it moving. Now, yeah. it just wasn't worth um, the fact that this man uh, lost his life. Lost his life. Um, and then now they're saying that the video's out there, but they've taken out the headshot. Now, I've seen the headshot. I'm sure you I can find too. it on other... Like before they started, you know, redacting things. Uh, yeah. I sent that was the first because I think I sent so. it to you. I well, like, no, I sent it to you yesterday, and then you sent it to me today. But no, I sent you another story today because I sent it to you. Because oh, I sent it was through Smash the Topic. Because it was live or not live, but he was doing a story. Oh, I didn't get that one. Yes, you did. You responded. Oh, now you sent me the one about the uh, the police shooting and um. Well, yeah, that was I sent that, but I sent the other one the other day. But it's okay. We can move on. <laughs> oh no, no, I had already sent it to you. You sent me that one at eight thirty this morning, but I sent you the the video last. I night. sent you anything this morning. Yes, you did. Not that. Patrick shot to death by Grand Rapids police. I, I think you be sending me stuff while you have sleep in the morning. <laughs> no, no, I don't. No, I, I probably sent the follow-up, but I sent you to smash the topic one. The only thing you sent from smash on which platform? I don't know. Because the only thing I got from smash was actually uh, the man at the police station that started shooting yeah, I sent that, and then he did another one before. But okay, I didn't, we can argue that. Oh, I didn't get that Let's one. just move on. <laughs> Our listeners are bored now, because I am. <laughs> really? What you sipping on? Water. Mm-hmm. That's what they say. Um, Radio Chaos said, remind me of the, that cop that shot a man in the head from a traffic stop years ago that resulted in two hung juries. So the cop will walk free. And you hear that a lot. Remember, we did a story where I think it was in Georgia. Man gets pulled over at a gas station. The officer, you know, he's the uh, man is getting out of the car to get gas. And then the officer comes up and he's like, oh, you know, what's going on? He's like, oh, uh, uh, you know, I need to see your license and da da da. You ran a stop sign or something. It was something minor. And so the guy, he's like, all right, you know, he's like, my my wallet's in the car. The guy reaches in to get his wallet and is shot as soon as he reaches for his wallet. And so the guy is like, dude, you shot me. The officer, like, stop moving. 
you just shot me. And I want to say he shot him like three times because he kept mm. moving because he shot him. And of course, I'm sorry, you shoot me. I'm keeping blood in my body. Exactly. Like, like, you can't stop somebody from not being in pain. And, you know, no. What's wrong with people? It, I'm sure you've seen this video. And I, I think I probably shared it with you on Instagram, TikTok, one of them. But either way, this guy did a, I want to say it was a TikTok, and it started circling around on Instagram. He said, and this a Caucasian guy, he said, if you want policemen to stop killing black folks and be held accountable, get you by two or $300,000 worth of insurance on yourself, on your family. Because if the insurance could have to start paying that type of money out, Oh, justice will be served. But it would have to be at the fault of the officers because, you know, they always have stipulations. Well, they couldn't have caused the situation. They can't be a criminal. So there's always a fine, you know. Well, yeah, that fine, that, yeah. that small print. Because, you know, uh, officers are not held accountable a lot of times in these cases. So you wouldn't get those policies. But in the cases where... The officer is at fault. You see that, you know, and it's clear they need to hit them in the pockets. Exactly. They need to pay for these, you know, the like child support. If they, the people have children, the victims have children, you're paying child support, spousal support, something, because you hit them in the pocket, they're going to start second guessing exactly. people. Just and like with the government, they need to pay us our reparations because once they give us that money, they're going to start second guessing. Yeah, we may not need to uh, mistreat them because we got to pay all these fines and all this stuff. You have them in the pocket. And maybe we should talk about the uh, history of American history and maybe we could keep it from happening again. (laughs) So, but either way, I feel we need to hold these folks accountable. This cop uh, Grand Rapid have chose not to identify this policeman at this time because well, prob- sure somebody found him. I, I'm sure somebody probably have, but this is what's going to happen. I would say today's Thursday. I would say by next Thursday, and he will resign for it. he can get another job somewhere else. Um, he will resign. And then they probably going to arrest him and go through the process. But he needs to be held accountable. That was a murder. That was a murder. Uh, uh, I don't agree with that one. Say, I, I, not $2,000 per bullet. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't agree with that one, but I do understand. Uh um, I'm just saying, uh, shoot, then folks, yeah, be on- but they just need to pay for damages, yeah, and not only the, the police department, but the police officers personally have to be affected because you know, the unions and all the police association they always pay off people or you know, have settlements, and it doesn't affect the officers, they just keep on going business as usual. You know, you hit them in the pocket. Yeah, to make them think twice. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And and here's another thing. Since you brought up the police union and all of this, now maybe it's just me. I haven't seen it, but um, I've been noticing the police chief in Dallas have been talking about how the murder rates have gone down quite a bit in Dallas. I personally don't see how, because every time you cut the news on in the morning, right? We you see about three or four murders. Didn't when, we just have an incident in Deep Ellum? Like how the I, one I, I said have, they yeah. were shooting and yeah, we haven't had a break since Bootsy was in town. <laughs> but 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 let me it, it, let me tell you this now. Here it is. Some of these news outlets. I'm not going to say which one, but uh, Fox, um, uh, sometimes what they do, they highlight the crimes that happen in the low-income areas. They highlight those, kind of like the incident at the party that happened out in um, Sappho Cliff or something, and several people were shot. One person lost their life, okay? They highlighted that. So whenever they talked about the crime rate, they highlighted that story. Uh, the one where the security guard, and I think he was also a pastor that was killed in South Dallas, they highlight that one. Then the one in Deep Ellum, they highlight that one. But then he's saying murder rate have gone down. Last week he went to city council and he had to give a report and they said no. Murder rate in Dallas have not gone down. So you, you got to listen to different news outlets, especially local. You go to another news station, they said, nope. Murder is up higher than what it was this time last year. Yeah, because they were saying that we're surpassing Chicago for being one of the worst crime areas. Texas. but and, you know. and, and once again, Greg Abbott, he was bragging about uh, two so-called safest city in Texas. I think it was Frisco and Plano or something, according to them. Yeah, exactly. whatever Exactly. It might be some white <laughs> white collar crimes going on, because that is. Uh, I don't know. They be having murder suicides, so I don't know. They don't. I guess they don't count that. Well, <laughs> then also you have one have a kid to go from from one city down to Amarillo and shoot up a Walmart and then able to walk itself in the jail. So the thing is, yeah, they're going to report it different based up on the neighborhood. But that, that chief, he got called out because he said, no, he lying, getting on the news, talking about murder rate is going down. Matter of fact, the sister His assistant that, didn't give him the real report. <laughs> and, and, and the sister that was there before him she said it, it, the murder rate is out of hand in Dallas. The police, is, it take a community effort. It take all of us to try to control it. And the thing is, he will push it and the blame on her. And now he's in that same, position, same situation. And he was been lying, talking about it's going down, but it's up. And he got caught. Maybe he down. meant it's going down in the big D. Oh, oh yeah. That's that must content. be what it meant. But <laughs> here's something else. Now the the police union 
when the sister was in charge, you seen him on the news almost every night. He been like a, uh, a mile since church. I ain't seen him in a while on the news. At the last time he was on the news, he was supporting everything the police chief did. Lately, he been quiet, haven't said nothing. So it's all about who's in charge. It's all about what neighborhood they're going to highlight to say these are the crime area. But let the truth be told, there's crimes going on everywhere. Look at Arlington, the shooting that happened over there earlier this week. Yeah, they talked about it, but at the same time, it's crazy. And then for that neighbor giving up all the business, I'm like, you just, sometimes you just need a hush. But you so excited, get in front of the camera and tell everything. Putting yourself at risk. I'm just saying. But, hey, that's all I have for this week. What you have? <laughs> nothing okay so um you guys have shooting every day we sure do it seems like every we week, sure do. every weekend it seems like every weekend no no every day every morning i get up maybe at 5 5 30 in the morning i cut the news on see that's when you get that raw news early in the morning they they give it to you raw and then as the day go on they dice it up a little bit. Yeah, I just follow Smash because he hit he hits all of it. Smash does it. Uh, follow Smash the topic straight out of Dallas. Uh, they be on the scene. They yeah, be on everywhere the scene. though. He's got people everywhere. Yeah, I almost called them when we had that incident over here. Um, <laughs> I, yeah, I almost called, but it was too early in the morning. I said I'm not gonna call them. I'm not gonna call them. But I started to. Um, but yeah, uh, follow Smash the topic. Uh, you'll get all the all the updates, what's going on in, in the DF dub. And um uh, people, we have to do better. Guns is not a game, it's not a toy. Um, we have to do better. We have to. Uh Miss Risky, let the people know where they can find you at. Not in these streets. <laughs> <laughs> they shoot. Uh, uh, no, I'm all on, online. And you can find me on Instagram and uh, TikTok and Snapchat at R-S-K-E-E. Um, you can, um, I'm also on Twitter, but I don't really do too much on that. Uh, you can check out my works on R-S-K-E-E-Books.com. Um, if you want to send me a message or if you want me to follow up on a story, um, you can write me at rskee at yahoo.com. There you go. Uh, radio said I had a shooting right across the street from me. The first one I've seen in years. Uh, one thing about Canada and radio correct me if I'm wrong. I believe you told us that Canada, uh, you have to have a permit to even have a gun for your home or something. Or something like that. You just can't go out and purchase a gun like you can here. You got to have a special permit for that. And you aren't able to carry it outside your home. So, um, but he said it was a shooting across the street from him. Um, I'm like, hey, this is a terrible world we living in. We living in some trying time. And um, we need to do something to get us out of this bind. 
Yeah, we got the pandemic going. We got the the fool and the war going. And um, then we got a fool here in Texas. Uh, uh, should I say allegedly? Yeah, I say allegedly just to cover myself. It walks like a duck. <laughs> it cracked like a duck. I'm just saying. Quack, quack. <laughs> it must be a duck. But, hey, you can um, catch me. Um, I'm trying to do more on Facebook. You can kind of catch me on Facebook. But if, uh, if there's something you want me to know real quick, hit those DMs. Um, I'm on Instagram quite a bit. Uh, you can catch me on Instagram. Um, I I in and out on Twitter, but also um, uh, TikTok. Uh, you can always send me a DM on those, and um, uh, all the handles that speak on it, uh, Kurt Dog. So uh, you can definitely find me on there. And um, we're always looking for guests. Depends on what you're talking about. Uh, just uh, you want to be on the show? Let me know. Shoot me an email. Um, <clears throat> oh, excuse me. Um, I forgot the email. No, who you with, Kurt Dog at mail at mail dot com. Who you with, Kurt Dog at mail dot com. It will be changing soon, but um, uh, you can always send me an email. Um, and for the warrants that I always, if if you on YouTube or whatever, people leave comments all the time. I do respond. I do respond. Um, so. I appreciate y'all for doing it. But whatever platform you are on, please like, subscribe, tell a friend when we're live. If we're not live, we'll do replays right now. Thursday seems like it's going to be the only night for now. But um, I have a lot of stuff going on. So right now, Thursday is the best night for me and for Miss Risky. Trying to do more nights, but I don't want to promise y'all something. I don't keep my promise. So, but Thursday night, um, 8 p.m. Central. Other than that, we love each and every one of you. Have a great Easter. Uh, be safe. Be safe. Because one thing they're not telling us with all the distraction with the war in Ukraine, uh, with Greg Abbott and the border, the numbers are going back up. Philadelphia have changed the mask mandate. They put it back in place. On the inside, you must wear a mask. It's a reason why. They're not talking about COVID. Please do not get too relaxed. It's still bad out here. They're not talking about it, but it takes us to protect ourselves. And regardless of what they say on the news, they don't really talk about it, but it's getting bad. The numbers are going up. And the best way to tell how they're going up, think about it. When you start seeing um, uh, Singhai's shutting down, uh, places over in China and all of that shutting down on quarantine, that's where it started from. You start seeing them shutting down, you need to pay attention to that. So definitely protect yourself. Other than that, we love each and every one of you. We see y'all next Thursday. Peace.